Hello, I'm John Hauslauden, President of the Minnesota Trucking Association. Welcome back to our podcast, Trucking Success and Safety. In this episode, Scott Swanson of Bouldry Oil will break down what you need to know about the fuel market, including fundamentals and current industry trends to keep you up to date. Let's get into the episode. It's Tuesday, November 2nd. This is Scott Swanson at Baudry Oil. I appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and look at the fuel markets for a few minutes. My intention is to provide up-to-the-minute information on fuel fundamentals and some industry changes to keep Minnesota trucking firms informed about developing trends in the fuel market, as well as some price direction information as well. As a commodity, fuel has many influences on the price, and some of those have a regular cadence of reporting that we want to look at. Energy traders and market participants generally break the influences into three categories or groupings, and those are fundamentals, futures, and general news. I want to look at some current data and group that data within those groups as an education for us all. Uh, Fundamentals is where I'll start, and they generally involve the weekly uh, report published by the EIA, which is the Energy Information Administration. The information includes inventory levels of crude oil and refined products, and these are broken down by PAD. When I say PAD, PAD is an acronym, P-A-D-D, for the Petroleum Administration for Defense Districts. The report allows regional analysis of petroleum product supply, refinery run rates, imports and exports, and the overall changes that would imply fuel demand from their week-to-week reporting. This is uh, published on Wednesdays for the prior week, and since we're doing this on Tuesday, the best info may be to show you that the American Petroleum Institute, which comes out with a survey that they report on a day ahead of the uh, actual report, uh, today, they've shown a, uh, an anticipated crude oil stocks increase of 1.7 million barrels, a 1.2 million barrel draw or a reduction in stocks of the gasoline, and an 870,000 barrel distillate draw. Uh, to compare with the prior week actual report, uh, now again, these are a week old data as uh, we would be getting this information out tomorrow. Crude oil inventories last week showed a build of 4.27 million barrels. This was higher than the expectations for the marketplace. Cushing, Oklahoma stocks showed a draw of almost 4 million barrels, and uh, they're at their lowest level since 2018. The Gulf Coast, or Pad 3, showed a massive build of 8.6 million barrels. Basically, crude oil imports showed up at the Gulf Coast, and stocks in the interior were drawn down. Uh, is what the report told us then. Gasoline showed a small draw across all pads. Uh, The largest of this was uh, a million barrels uh, at pad three, the Gulf Coast. The implied gasoline demand fell slightly, but still remains above the seasonal averages. Draws in gasoline have occurred after imports fell below a million barrels a day after a brief spike in September. Distillates or diesel showed a small draw of 400,000 barrels. Distillate draws remain above their seasonal average levels of around 2.7 million barrels per week, which normally comes during November. Uh, We could still see some aggressive draws in the next several weeks. However, an early harvest could have led to some uh, spikes earlier in December and through the month of October here as the weather has been pretty uh, beneficial to getting the crop out of the field. 
Energy values on the whole trended lower last week as the absence of any outside news to change the fact that these stock builds indicated a, a supply increase of uh, all products. And uh, so we did see, again, uh, without any outside forces, just those fundamentals had the impact on bringing prices down just a few cents anyway. As it relates to the futures markets, uh, on Monday, the CFTC, which is the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, publishes the Commitment of Traders report. This provides an insight into the position of commercials and speculators, small traders and swap dealers. Those are the four groupings that the report uh, puts position uh, indications out for. When I say commercials, think energy companies, refiners, crude oil producers. They are one segment of the uh, position report. Speculators such as fund managers, large banks would be grouped together as such. And then the small traders who usually don't have a significant long or short position at the end of every day are also reported, as are the swap dealers who use the futures to offset financial positions that they may have on. This week's uh, COT report provided the following summary of the prior week's trading activity. Large speculators combined to decrease their length by 1% of all petroleum products. Commercials increased theirs by 1%. Swap dealers combined to decrease theirs by 16%, and small speculators increased their length by 10%. Uh, effectively, I just want to say hedge funds increased their neck length to the highest level for five months, and most uh, larger funds uh, simply sold a little bit of their positions off, and commercial accounts were on the other side of those particular positions. Most of the uh, net length increases, however, have been in the gasoline futures rather than the crude and the heating oil. A couple things within futures trading to note that there is technical data that gets measured uh, purely from a statistical information of a commodity price and uses a number of oscillators and algorithms to attempt to indicate the strength or the weakness of a price trend. A couple examples include the moving average and the relative strength index. Each has a specific measurement, but generally are used to measure the expectation or the continuation of a price trend. Technical data is often used to determine support and resistance levels that indicate where prices are expected to find buyers or sellers in larger volume or indicate if the market expects stable pricing for a period of time. The moving average indicator for heating oil or, or uh, diesel fuel is neutral to slightly negative today, as is the relative strength index. While separate from futures, other financial measurements impact the price of fuel as well. The U.S. dollar index is one example. Historically, the prices of commodities tend to drop when the dollar strengthens against other major currencies. And when the value of the dollar weakens against other major currencies, the price of commodities generally move higher. When it comes to international trade for raw materials, as the dollar is the exchange mechanism in many, if not most cases, when the value of the dollar drops, it costs more dollars to buy commodities. At the same time, it costs less in other currencies when the dollar is moving lower. Uh, the U.S. dollar index uh, here today is up uh, just slightly uh, at 93.859. 
in general news, the last grouping would include things like weather, political influences, um, and these aren't scheduled per se, but the price direction uh, expected after the fundamental data and the futures position in the marketplace are known make up generally the biggest influence on price direction day to day. Uh, this week, the biggest news items that are determining what are up or down to the changes in prices include uh, today's meeting with OPEC. Uh, they are discussing any changes to their current plan to add 400,000 barrels a day of production through the end of the year. And um, the crude oil market is very focused on this for price direction uh, in the near term. OPEC pumped 27.5 million barrels a day in October, which was a rise of 190,000 barrels a day from the previous month, but below the permitted increase of uh, 254,000. Baker Hughes is a U.S. company that uh, weekly updates the changes in drilling rigs that are deployed here in North America, finding new crude and natural gas supplies. Last week, uh, they reported an increase of two rigs being deployed, one for oil and one for gas. The total count of rigs looking for new supplies is at 544. This report is published on Fridays. ExxonMobil and Chevron disclosed plans on Friday to expand their drilling in the top U.S. shale basins after posting their biggest quarterly profits for a number of years. Executives said on earnings calls that they soon could add two rigs each to rev up their output. Chevron stated they could uh, increase production up to a million barrels a day from their current 600,000. Earnings reports uh, from other major publicly traded companies are also at record levels and would indicate that they collectively have some room to expand their exploration and drilling programs. Uh, China reported 54 locally transmitted COVID cases that are new on Monday. These uh, cases were scattered across the provinces. No deaths reported. Since these cases were so spread out and not clearly connected to international travel, it suggests that maybe China's Zero COVID policy is starting to fail. This is either due to a relaxation of pandemic controls uh, or increased uh, transmittability of uh, the pandemic as it sits. But the marketplace is certainly watching information about COVID, trying to determine what's uh, political information and uh, what is real, just like everybody else. The U.S. had a strong expansion in business activity in the last month. The uh, ISM's purchasing index um, came in at 60.8. This is uh, kind of a, a high a month going back uh, for 40 years. However, inflation and inefficiencies are hitting every single point of the supply chains. Input price index came in at uh, 85.7 and the delays in receiving deliveries from suppliers was at 75.6. Anything above a 50 indicates an increase, and of course, many of our listeners are operating in this specific world and would have a much better feel for the real numbers of their specific sectors than I would or than what would be uh, reported uh, probably nationally. Uh, I hope that this amount of information wasn't overwhelming, and I certainly appreciate that most of us just want to minimize the cost of fuel for operating our fleets and how to budget or provide rate proposals effectively. I hope this summary was helpful rather than complicated, but monitoring the details helps make for better decisions regarding the overall fuel spend of your company. To condense all of the information that we've covered here, there seems to be more market focus on increased crude production and availability recently, and the prices are taking a bit of a breather from their recent strong track higher. Traders are quite long on products and waiting for reasons to exit their positions. 
With the ending of the traditional hurricane season later on this month and the end of the harvest activity and the demand for fuel from that sector going down a little bit, we're hoping that prices create some opportunity to be bought a little bit cheaper, especially as we get into the 2022 calendar year. It's good to be in contact with your fuel supplier and address supply and logistical capabilities, uh, as well as set some target levels as the market certainly changes quickly. Thank you all for uh, the opportunity to take a look at the dynamics in the fuel market. This again has been Scott Swanson at the Commercial Fuel Desk at Baudry Oil. Have a safe day. That concludes this episode of Trucking, Success, and Safety. Thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe to Trucking, Success, and Safety. We can be found on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. Or you can listen to episodes directly through our website, at mntruck.org forward slash podcast. That's mntruck.org forward slash podcast.